So we have a very special documentary today, one that is near and dear to my heart for many reasons, but today's review is also extra special because we have a special guest reviewer with us. Hi, Jen. Hi, guys. I'm Jen. (laughs) Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? I am a local theater nerd, and that's my major daytime gig, even (laughs) though that's most people's nighttime gig. But I also have a deep, deep, deep love of movies, so... And I actually have a degree in media criticism, so there we go. I am, I am the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm super excited to have you on for our film today. And actually, Jen is going to be joining us for several reviews, so be looking forward to those. But let's get to it. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink and snack, because this is Whiskey and Popcorn. So today's film is Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain, and it's directed by Morgan Neville, and he's the same director who did Won't You Be My Neighbor, which is in my top five most favorite documentaries ever. I cried so hard in that one. Same. Yes, I saw it. I was able to see it in previews, and I was one of the sad ugly criers <laughs> during that screening side note like mr rogers I, like he's been a part of so many childhoods here in the u.s and i miss him and the world needs more more mr rogers i think definitely all right so for what this film is uh, again it's a documentary and it really does follow tony's life pretty much starting with his rise to fame Uh, with his first book, which is Kitchen Confidential. Maybe some of you out there have read it. And from there, it really just skyrockets, much like his life, through his development as a travel show host, also delving into his various relationships, family relationships, and ultimately to his tragic end. Let's take a quick listen to a clip from the trailer. You're probably going to find out about it anyway. So here's a little preemptive truth-telling. There's no happy ending. One, two, three, four! One minute I was standing next to a deep fryer, and the next I was watching the sunset over the Sahara. What am I doing here? It was almost never about food. It was about Tony learning how to be a better person. When he threw himself into something, he threw himself completely. Why am I here? Am I insane? He was like, life's about finding a cliff worth jumping off. I'm going to look for something feral and wild. He was a traditional romantic. Reality was never going to live up to exactly how he pictured it. All right, so to start off, uh, what did you think, Jen? My initial reaction was I'm a huge fan of Anthony Bourdain. So he was a huge binge watch for me during the whole shutdown. And so I lived vicariously through his adventures. So when I heard about the film, I thought, ooh, he would not like this at all. (laughs) So I was going into it 
knowing that I would love it, but knowing in the back of my mind that he'd probably like be groaning and cringing through every clip. But I was pleasantly surprised. I really, really liked it. I think he would have approved with some parts, not so much every other bit, but definitely the ending. Sure. He would have loved the ending. <laughs> yes, the, the ending has this a subversive feel that I think really jives with his overall personality. And, um, you know, for those who haven't seen any of his shows or read any of his books, he is, um, well, he's an artist, first and foremost, in my opinion. And cooking was his craft. And then later being a travel host, which he found the art in that. Um, and I, what I always loved about his shows, I grew up with his shows, and he was very bombastic, and he didn't hold back on his thoughts at all. Mm. Uh, I felt like he had a very authentic, genuine review, unlike some of the other travel shows, travel and food shows on the Travel Channel, um, or even on other channels. Like, when you watch Anthony Bourdain, it, like, really was an adventure, and mm -hmm. he had such uh, a way of telling his stories, like really leading you through it and making it feel like you're there. I don't know. Like he, if he was still alive, like he'd be a perfect podcaster. <laughs> oh, so much. He had an act for being truthful, for getting to people's humanity and not being fake. So I think that was what his biggest appeal was, was he was so genuine mm -hmm. in his curiosity and his inexperience and his reviews of the food and the people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What did you think about the variety of people that director Neville was able to actually get in touch with? I was actually really surprised at the, the breadth because they like came from everywhere in his life. Yeah, totally. I was... Uh, as a fan of the show, I was able to recognize a lot of the people, especially Chef Eric, who I kind of have a little crush on. <laughs> so when I, he was on screen, I was like, oh, it's the Frenchman. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> but no, I love that they got people who were on the show and people behind the scenes. Right. I love behind the scenes because behind the scenes you learn that's like the real person you get to know from the crew. Mm -hmm. that's the thing about his shows it's like he goes on these authentic trips like he he eats the street food and walks through the back alleys mm -hmm. and I really like that it didn't feel manicured mm -hmm. um, or set up at least his later shows there was a little bit of that in his early career mm -hmm. as he was trying to figure out what the hell he was doing and they really did like talk about how he had to learn on the fly but he when, once he found his way like he just flourished and blossomed mm -hmm. um, and those are the shows that I remember and love the most yeah like I watched No Reservations mm -hmm. and um, Parts Unknown and I really prefer Parts Unknown because that's when he came into his own he was experiencing rather than showing and I think that was the appeal mm -hmm. so how do you think as far as like the format of the film and how his story was portrayed do, do you think that they did a good job that they did right by Tony, even if he himself <laughs> did it or wouldn't like it. Mm -hmm. I think they did do right for him. They showed his faults as long as, as well as his genius. So mm -hmm. I think that whenever you can do that, you give somebody a good, you know, showing on what they really were. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. I also really appreciated that the majority of the documentary was focusing more on, you know, his successes and, and, and who he was. And like the last 20 minutes or so was about the end of his life and kind of the downward spiral which I really appreciated because it's still very fresh in a lot of people's minds. It's only been about two years since he uh, killed himself. And I'm still really sad about it because I remember growing up, I wanted to work on his show. I wanted to be a producer, not just for anybody, but for Anthony Bourdain. I thought he had the coolest show out there. Um, So I'm still kind of reeling by the fact that he's gone and there, there's nobody else like him. Um, no, totally. Me too. Like I haven't, I've seen all of his episodes except the last one because in my silly mind, if I don't see the last one, then his travels are continuing mm-hmm. in a weird way. But no, I totally get it. He had an artist spirit. So he was rebellious. He was curious. He was, uh, don't give an F. It, he was just a really cool cat. Yeah, he he really was. I think the way they handled talking about the end of his life from an outsider's perspective, I I feel like they handled it very respectfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, they leave a lot open to the audience to make their own decision because his final relationship with the Italian actress, um, Aja, I mean, you could interpret it that she kind of pushed him over the edge at the end. Mm -hmm. And some of the people that were interviewed kind of alluded to that. But I do remember that I believe it was one of the directors that worked with him said like he, he, he didn't want to necessarily lay the blame on Aja that, Mm -hmm. you know, ultimately Tony's the one who killed himself. And I found that very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, just very woke, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. It was fair, yeah. Um, very like, you know, realizing that you're, you're searching for answers, but when somebody commits suicide, it's really, you know, we don't we don't always know why, even if they leave a note or, or something mm-hmm. behind. It could still leave a lot of pain and confusion, and we got to see that. And they're one of Tony's artist friends. I really liked uh, what he said about Tony and his life and his personality. He says... You know, he's the only man he or person that he ever knew that was able to quit heroin cold turkey. But he says the addiction just jumped mm-hmm. from hard drugs to really the kitchen and mm-hmm. cooking and then to his relationships and travel. Yeah. Um, constantly trying to fill the void that was within him that he was never able to reconcile is what it sounds like. Yeah, he just went from fix to fix and it just what took on a different persona, whether it was drugs, whether it was his writing, whether it was travel, work, or a person. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it just jumped, like he said. And that was very, like you said, woke of somebody to realize that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just, it was so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say that fans of Anthea Bourdain should definitely see this documentary, but I would also say if you're uh, Anthony Bourdain curious, this is also a great, in a way, introduction to who he is and his legacy, which is not the suicide, but to all the amazing 
travel and experiences and places he got to open up. Like he went to the Congo of all places. And he was in a Beirut in Lebanon when they had that war just happen while they were there. Um, Burma, like all these places that were either hard to get to closed off or, you know, with the Beirut one, like suddenly in a war zone. Yeah. And it was his totally his rebellious spirit where he's like, dare me, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I, and I love that about him. I love the whole thing. And like you said, if you are a fan, this is what fans would love seeing. And if you're Anthony Curious, then that will also get you to probably watch his episodes of No Reservation, especially my favorite is Parts Unknown. So I think it would make people curious to try his latest, his last works. For sure. Absolutely. Well, Jen, now is the time in the review where we have to recommend a drink we would pair with our film. And uh, I wanted to see, did you come up with something good that you would recommend to our listeners? I did. I was thinking of something crazy, like he'd probably have some kind of yak milk ridiculousness, (laughs) but he always paired his dinner with wine. So I think he's a red cab smooth drinker. So mm. I would rec- recommend a red cab with a smoothie. I'm I'm right on the same wavelength with you. I was also thinking of a red wine when I was browsing various French wines. And this one uh, I found sounds perfect. It's called uh, Beaujolais. And apparently it's a light-bodied red wine with high amounts of acidity from uh, the Provence region. And um, it sounds like it'd be perfect for like meat and cheese boards, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little bit of bread and just like, you know, sitting in the French countryside, just enjoying the day, mm-hmm. uh, which is where like, I could just see him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> With his sunglasses and With a his cigarette. sunglasses, right. And a smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jen, for joining me on this review. I can't wait to have you on for some more and also looping in uh, our my fellow co-host Tuesday on those as well. That's super fun. I am super excited to be joining you guys. Yay! Well, that's it for this episode. So make sure you guys follow us on all the socials. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and occasionally Twitter for the live tweeting stuff. And you should also bookmark our website, whiskeyandpopcorn.org. This is Jen, our new reviewer, and I'm Kaylee. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you at the movies. Bye.